All right, now we get a chance to uh, welcome in Derek Jeter, who uh, has been away too long. Derek, welcome. How are you? Mike, I'm doing good. Not as good as you. Well, I don't know about that. I mean, uh, I, I wouldn't mind uh, segueing into a franchise. I tell you, uh, that would that would be a nice way to, to to go. But thank you. Listen, it would not be. Uh, uh, we wanted to get a lot of the people on who have been so important over the last thirty years, and it would not have been complete without you. So I know you're busy, and I appreciate a couple of minutes to kind of reminisce. But first, tell me uh, about your your life and what's going on. I mean, a dad. You know, you're married. You're a dad now. You got a big job. I mean, how are things going? Yeah, there's not much happening for me right now. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's been sort of a whirlwind. There's been a lot of things that have been happening as of late. But, um, you know, you put the order correct. It's just, uh, you know, married and having my first child um, probably is one of the most enjoyable experiences I've had in my life. So it's it's a lot of things. And you throw on top of that the acquisition of the Marlins and a new job. It's It's been a fun and interesting last few months. I would say, uh, let's reminisce for a second. You know, it, it went too fast. I haven't been here for 30 years, haven't seen you break in, and everything that you accomplished here, you know, uh, can you uh, believe that, it's that it went that fast? I mean, did it go as fast for you as it did for me, where it just seemed like it went in an eye blink these years? Does it seem that way for you? At times, it depended on how good I was playing. <laughs> but no, I, I, I would agree. You know, it's, it's, it's hard to believe. You know, I, I played in... New York for 20 years, professionally for 23 years, and, and, you know, when you're going through it, you think it's going to last forever, and then uh, when it's over with, you realize how quickly it passed. So I tell you what, time flies, and, I, you know, you always hear the expression, time flies when you're having fun, but I think no one had more fun than I did when I played. Do you miss anything? Did you miss any of the day-to-day stuff when you, when you retired? Did you miss anything from the day-to-day rigors of baseball? You know what? I, I, I didn't. Mike, when I, when I first retired, people said, wait until spring training. You're going to miss it. Spring training came along. I didn't miss it. Then they said, wait till around the All-Star break. You're going to wish that you were out there playing. That didn't happen. And then, uh, you know, I, I, I think if I could just come back and play in the postseason, I think that would, that would be worth it. But, you know, playing day-to-day, I haven't actually missed being on the field. I miss being around teammates. You know, you develop relationships with guys over the years, so you miss that. But you still keep in touch with them. You're not with them every single day, but you still have those relationships. But in terms of the, the grind of the season, I have I have yet to miss that. You know, you brought, you brought up the postseason. You spent a couple of uh, couple of seasons in the postseason. Uh, compared to most people, you got to play in a lot more than most, uh, which is uh, just a blessing. I mean, when you think back and realize – how many years you spend in the postseason? Uh, when you look back on it, you realize now. I think when you try and build a team, how amazing it is to have been in the postseason as often as you were. Yeah, I tell you what, it doesn't. Especially in this day and age in sports, there's so many great teams that are out there. I, I was fortunate. I mean, I played 160 games, I believe, in the postseason. So that's like you said, that's equivalent of an entire season. So I never took that for granted. But you know, that's why we played. We played for an opportunity to win. You know, we have we, we won a lot. We also, I think, when you when you do retire, you start to think about all the times you, you weren't able to win. So uh, I, I was fortunate to play on a lot of good teams. One year stick out uh, more than the others when you reminisce. If you do, one year stick out any more than the other years? And that's a tough question because you, you tend to think about the times when uh, you didn't win. Because I, I think when you're competitive. 
you know, every time we took the field, we went out there with an attitude that uh, we were playing to win a championship. And you look back and think about uh, some that sort of slipped away. But, uh, you know, the first one, 96, I mean, it's, it's uh, you know, you remember, you know, doing things for the first time. They, they, they tend to stick out a little bit more. So if I had to pick one, I, I'd say 96. It was new for me. It was new for, you know, Yankees hadn't won since 78. So just going through that experience with uh, you know the Yankee fans in the city was pretty special. Yeah, '96 was very special. We're talking with, of course, Derek Jeter, who was the uh, fans' winner of the uh, Player of the Five Year, Ten Year, Fifteen, Twenty, Twenty Five Year marks uh, for all those years here for the fans. So obviously he had a hold on the city for a very long time. But '96 was special. You know, uh, interviewing Mickey Mantle a couple times, he said he never got over 1960 when they lost to the Pirates. He said other losses he could get over, he couldn't get over that one. Is there one year uh, that sticks out to you which is harder to get over than the others? Uh, 2001, you know, 2001 in my mind, you know, you always hear people when they lose, they say, oh, well, we should have won. But 2001 in my mind, if we played that game a hundred times, we would have won the other 99. So I, I think that one being so close, you know, game seven, uh, bottom of the ninth, yeah, I wish we could replay that one. We're talking with Derek Jeter, who now obviously, as everyone knows, is uh, uh, running the Marlins and is a uh, co-owner of, of the franchise. What is what is have you found in your short time there? That's the toughest part of the day to day things of putting together a successful baseball team. Toughest thing, uh, Mike. You know, one thing I've always been good at. I've been good at knowing what I don't know, and uh, you know, there are a lot of things that I need to learn. I, I'm not coming in here saying I know everything about you know the business or baseball side, but I'm willing to put in the time to learn. So. I think just uh, knowing there's a lot of aspects of running an organization and you need to hire great people. And, you know, we, we have brought in some great people to help, and there are also a lot of superstars in the organization. So getting that blend of, of uh, the right people in place um, is the only way to be successful. You understood how what it took for teams to win, though, and you understood how to lead. Uh, what is it you want to bring to this franchise? Well, this, we want this to be a first-class organization, and, and, and Mike, you know as well as anyone, coming up in New York um, you know, with the Yankees, one thing that uh, was always preached to us is accountability, accountability and responsibility. You know, those are things that were drilled in our head from when I was in the minor leagues. So uh, you know, bringing that to the organization, listen, uh, I'm going to be held accountable for the decisions that I make, and, uh, you know, I think everyone in this organization should be held accountable. And a Yankee feel. I had Mattingly on the other day. He said he couldn't wait. He's looking forward to it. He said he's thrilled to be uh, working with you. H- having uh, Don Mattingly with you is not a bad deal. No, not at all. I mean, when, when you say surrounding yourself with great people, you know, Donnie, I, uh, when I first came up in 95, Donnie was still playing. And, uh, you know, obviously having him coming back on the coaching staff, you know, working with him and getting to know him throughout the years. I have the utmost respect for Donnie, and, and I'm looking forward to actually, you know, sitting down and, and going through players and, and uh, ho- hopefully moving this franchise forward. Did you ever think of, before you thought about what you're in your current role, and we're talking with Derek Jeter, of course, uh, did you ever think of managing? Was it something you ever gave any thought to after your career was over? No, 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 no. Mike, the travel is too too difficult. I mean, you you know, I, I think you spend that many years playing, and, and, you know, I'm not complaining whatsoever, but, uh, you know, getting in the cities at 3, 4 o'clock in the morning, playing every day, it's a tough schedule. Uh, I don't think people realize how difficult it is to do 
you know, to go through an entire baseball season. And then being a manager, you even spend more time at the, at the stadium. So, no, I, I think schedule-wise, I, I wouldn't be up for it. How about Aaron Boone becoming one of your former teammates, Aaron Boone becoming a manager tomorrow? Yeah, good for Aaron. You know, good for him. I, I uh, you know, obviously played with him for a short period of time, which I've, I enjoyed getting an opportunity to play in with him. Um, people don't realize how great of a career Aaron Boone had before his injury. And then for him putting in the time in the broadcast booth, I'm pretty sure he learned quite a bit about the, the inner workings of a lot of organizations. He has a lot of experience. And, and uh, you know, I think Yankee fans are going to be happy. Um, the the Marlins, as far as, you know, do you have a immediate goals? Do you want certain things? that Will you be patient, or do you think you're going to be a guy who's going to want things very quickly for your organization? I think you have to be patient, Mike. I mean, in order to uh, build a franchise, which we're, we're going to do here, and, and we're going to build a first-class organization, it takes time. Listen, we have to, you know, we have to build our minor league system, player development and scouting, and and, you know, I think a lot of times people want immediate success, which all of us do, but at the same time realizing that it is going to take time. So I will have patience. Well, listen, uh, I know you got to go. They told me you only had a couple minutes. I do appreciate it. We didn't want to have this time go by as I get ready to say goodbye without you coming on and uh, coming on the fan one more time. Uh, you, it was great for everybody here to watch you through the years. You gave us a lot of thrills. You gave us plenty of uh, smiles and plenty of championships. So uh, for all the fans, I'll say thank you, and I appreciate you coming on. And for all the times you did interviews with me, I appreciate it. Thank you for your professionalism, and good luck to you. And, Mike, and congratulations to you. 30 years. I mean, you talk about time flying. You've been a staple there. And, um, you know, congrats on a, a tremendous career. You've always treated me well. And, you know, even though you've been hard, you've always been fair. So I appreciate it, and I wish you the best of luck. Thank you, too, and to you, your uh, burgeoning family. Good luck to you. Thank you, Mike. Thank you. Derek Jeter, back after this.